0: Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Tracy Hunter-Abramson, and I'm here today with Esther Hatch and our special guest, Ashley Gebert. Ashley is an editor at Covenant uh, Communications, and today she's going to help us talk a little bit about the slush pile and how to get out of it. So before we get too far along, we should probably explain exactly what a slush pile is. I can take that on, um, even though I haven't had
1: too much experience with it. I've mostly been in a slush pile. I haven't actually seen one but it is where all the submissions go to a particular um, publishing house. And then they sift through them and try and find, you know, those magical manuscripts that will someday become books. It's kind of a funny thing in the author world because I feel like you either talk about it as like a magical place or like this horrific place that you're never going to get out of. Your you dreaded. Yes, shut Slush pile. Yes.
0: So Ashley, can you tell us a little bit about what the process is when you first receive a, a manuscript? Because you do that for Covenant.
2: Sure, I do. So I am the person who gets all of the submissions. They come to the submissions desk email, and I file them all the way in slush, and they do not get out of slush until I make a decision. So I will either reject it, or if I decide that there's something uh, worthwhile in the manuscript, something I need people to take a look at then I decide to send it on to the next step, which is evaluations. And um, the evaluators will be the only people who read the manuscript cover to cover. They give us feedback, and they actually will give a rating for the manuscripts for each section and the overall uh, manuscript, which a lot of authors don't know because we take that off before we give the evaluations to them. And so based on their ratings, uh, I decide whether the manuscript – has merit at that point, send it on to the next step, which is committees. Um, The writing quality committee decides uh, if the writing is up to snuff specifically, and sometimes we'll even talk about the marketing side of things. And then the new products committee is made up of a lot of people and they make that final decision of whether to accept it or reject it.
1: Okay. I have like so many questions after that. (laughs) First of all, I'm just really curious about how many books are submitted to Covenant a year or a month or whatever. Yeah. So it
2: definitely varies. Um, but I would say a roundabout numbers is 450 manuscripts a year. Most of those are from new authors, but some of them are returning authors. And there are some months that tend to have a lot more submissions than others, like January, for some reason, I just get so many submissions. Everyone who is doing nano, nano Rimo too. Yeah. right?
1: Yeah, that's, that's so fascinating. And then I did know about the ratings and I did know you don't give them to me. And I always am like, I wanna know, but I don't wanna know. So thank you for not sending those out actually. I think that would be really tough on an author.
0: Oh yeah, so okay, what about submission guidelines? Tell us about those and how important are those?
2: So submission guidelines are very important. Every publisher has them. And usually they're just listed on the publisher's website, like they are on ours. And the guidelines tell the author kind of how to format their manuscript and um, what documents should be submitted with their manuscript. Um, And and it can also give a few more tips and um, tricks like that for example, on ours, we have a general word count to stick to for fiction and nonfiction, so an author can see if they're way over that word count, then, then maybe they need to trim some or find a different publisher to go with. Um, with our guidelines, we, we like our authors to uh, stay true to the formatting so that everything is, is standard and uniform when it goes on to the next step. So we pay our evaluators based on page counts, but if the pages have different size fonts, different types of fonts, different margins, then the evaluators wouldn't be paid the same or fairly. So that's really important. But then also it just uh, tells us whether the author can follow basic instructions. And if an author can't follow those guidelines, then we know we might run into problems later down the road.
1: That is really interesting, like the part about paying people further on. Because I have wondered, like, why does it have to be in 12-point font? And, the yeah, that's really yeah. interesting. And
2: that takes a lot of uh, time for me to do. If I have to fix it, yeah. change the font, change the margins. And if I think that's too much effort to do on a particular manuscript if there's too much going on, I'll just reject it yeah. when I might have sent it to evaluators before. Which is the last thing a
1: new writer wants is to just be rejected right. without really being considered. So right. those are very important.
0: Yeah. Well, and there's also, I mean, in some publishing houses will straight out, you didn't follow the the, the rules, so and, you're out of here. Yeah, immediately like,
2: rejected. One for uh, that I've heard a lot is physical submissions. If you mail in a physical submission, a lot of publishers will just immediately throw it away. They won't even look at the title, the author,
0: right? Because you're going to be sending it electronically,
2: right? And some publishers want it in a physical format, right? But a lot nowadays want it emailed or right. sent through a submissions portal. So
1: the key is to make sure for whatever you're submitting to, make sure you know. Make sure you know what their guidelines are.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, it's a level of professionalism is truly. It's our first. And I, I remember when I first submitted. I called Covenant and I said, Who is the submissions editor or the managing editor? You know, like, who should I send this to? And they told me, and I'm like, Can you spell their name, please? And I was, and I remember that one tip saying, You know, at least take the time to spell the person's name correctly when you're sending it in. And I was like, Even if you don't know, it's like, you know, a professional email, Dear submissions editor, you know, it, but I did think it was nice to be able to say, You know, if it would have been you, like, Dear Miss Jeevert or, you know, whatever it is. Right. so and that
2: grabs my attention if I know that you know my name. Right. It stands out from the other ones. And I've gotten a few submissions that were addressed, dear sirs. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm only one person. So immediately I'm kind of chuckling to myself. So I want to <laughs> start out on the right foot.
0: Okay, so going into that idea, what makes you want to send the next a manuscript to that next step? What are those things that grab you that are like, okay, I should definitely want to This might have potential.
2: So a unique concept is one of the biggest. If I see a nonfiction that addresses a topic I've seen before, but it addresses it in a very different light, then that's going to stand out to me. And I'm going to want to get more opinions on it. Uh, A strong voice, that's important for nonfiction and fiction. I can edit a lot of things in a book, but I can't duplicate someone's voice. That's something that has to be done by the author. Um, So if there's already a strong voice, then I know that that author is going to draw a lot of readers. They're going to have a a higher quality book, etc. Also a strong platform. If I see that they have worked on promoting themselves as an author on social media, then that means a lot because it takes a little bit of work off of the marketing plate for our marketers. They have a lot going on. So if we know that the author is already willing to take on a lot of that responsibility and already doing a lot of the legwork, then that counts for a lot and that'll that'll definitely um grab my attention. And then again, you know, guidelines. I got a submission a few years back that just was beautiful. It had no errors in the cover letter and the summary was just very well done. Clearly someone else had looked at it and edited the submission. And and that alone really said a lot to me because I, I get a lot of submissions where people don't think that that is important. Um, so that just stood out. And standing out among all the 450 submissions is really, really important and definitely something that you want. Yeah. Stand out in a good way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting to hear because it's definitely... One of those things that I—I I mean, I remember it wasn't that long ago when I—and we still submit our books, actually, right. each time. But—but um, but especially that first time when you're submitting your book and it's just going to the slush pile. Now they don't do that anymore. I hope. But—but <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I remember just wanting to get everything right. And—and and I also remember I had gone to a couple of writing retreats. I—I'd learned a few things, and I'm sure that shows. Like, oh, here's somebody. Who spent done their homework, spent some time in the writing community trying to figure out how this works. Cause it is a business, it's very professional, and and putting forth that professional effort, I'm sure it, it definitely won't ever hurt, I'm guessing. So that's that's an interesting thing. So it it's funny because we're here with Ashley and she was the submissions editor when I turned in my very first book, The Roses of Feldstone. So today, as we were like getting ready to to record I was kind of like do you remember my book coming through and I was kind of hesitant to ask it because of course you never want to be the one that, like no I don't actually remember but she said she did and she hasn't told me the story yet so I'm kind of and then I have some funny stuff to share too but um, yeah
2: so do so tell and us about I, I getting- do remember your submission um the first thing that stood out to me was the genre because it was uh regency romance historical romance and um I knew that that sold really well. So I said, okay, I want to read part of this story. And I don't always read part of the story when I make a decision. Sometimes I don't need to. But that was enough for me to want to read it. So I started reading, and I said, I like these characters. They're they're interesting. They're well-rounded. They speak to me. felt like there was an interesting concept. It wasn't something that I had seen before. And um, I did a search for... For naughty words, which sounds really silly, but it's a thing at Covenant <laughs> no, that I do because funny. we're very serious yeah. about having wholesome books. Yeah. Um, and once I did all my checks, I said this: uh, the formatting looks good, all these things look good. I sent it to evaluators to the to the next step. Um, and I'm really happy to see it. You know, another success story. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Actually, when I asked her, she told me it's her secret superpower that she can remember all the books that come in. Which uh, that, yeah, like, all the books that, that I have that you... personally looked at and made yeah. a decision on. I remember the author, the title, usually something about the book. So if someone comes up to me and says, hey, I'm so-and-so, I had this book, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. That's amazing, because I sometimes can't remember a book I read, like the whole
1: book of like a I year ago. I sometimes can't
0: remember the ones I wrote. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate, but yes, it can be true, for sure, or at least parts of them. Yes. Yeah. So I think one of my favorite things, as, and this is like an embarrassing story for me, but it's it's one of my favorite stories from being published. And I think it just highlights a few funny things about making the transition from writer to author and uh, from unpublished to published. And um, Ashley was the one who emailed me and said, Hey, we'd like to congratulate you. You have been accepted. And it was such a one. It was so wonderful to get. And actually I was part of a critique group and we met on Wednesdays and it was a Wednesday and I'm like, this is amazing. And I was so excited. We were all so excited. And um, I wrote her back and at the end, I said, thanks, comma, Esther. And then I thought, oh, that's just not professional enough. I better change it. I'm going to make it to thank you. Change it to thank you. Sent it on. And then after I pushed send, of course, looked back, and I had finished my letter. Thanks you. <laughs> thanks you, Esther Hatch. And um, <laughs> I very quickly, I can't actually remember if I quickly wrote her back or if I didn't notice it until, like, the next time I opened my email and said, please, Miss Gebert, do not tell anyone that I signed <laughs> my letter. Thanks, you. And anyway, so it's it's really funny now that we know each other. And now that I've been in the process a lot more, actually, authors are probably the least likely people to judge a grammatical error. Because when you write so much, you make a lot of them. And you have people that help you fix them. So it's nice that now I can tell that story and laugh. At the time, I was seriously horrified <laughs> and horrified, and I thought they might not take my book because <laughs> because
2: she made it, one letter <laughs> off. Of course, that would never happen. I know, right? <laughs> but it's funny that 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 experience really stood out in my mind. And I said, "Wow, she's really serious about this because that one letter caused you so much grief." So it really, you know, it told me a lot. Even though yeah.
1: you know, you would never know that. Yeah, it's it's a funny it's it's funny, and it's been a great icebreaker when I got to meet her because now she. is is my um, editor for my books, and it's been
0: fun that we can always laugh back Which on that. I love. So, okay, I had another question for you. What how, about how long does it take from the time a book comes in for submission, and then also at what point is it okay for somebody to check back with you and say, "Did you get it? Is it what's happening with it?" That kind of thing.
2: That's a really good question. So, I usually tell people that our submissions process can take anywhere from two to seven months if you're mm-hmm. a new author. And it very, very rarely takes seven months. Um, usually I get an answer to people within about two to three months. Mm-hmm. And if it has been longer than two months, I would say for us, it's okay to check in and say, hey, is there anything more you need? Uh, right. I just want to make sure my submission hasn't gotten lost. Um, but only send one reminder. <laughs> if you ask me every day, that's that's too much. But uh, yeah, I would say that's, that's about it. And then... Uh, the fastest that we can get back to someone is five weeks because the evaluations take three weeks, the writing quality takes one week, and then new products takes another
0: week. Okay, and so for people like myself and Esther, when we send something in, do we get a priority because we're existing authors or is it like we just... You do. I (laughs) was hoping you'd say that.
2: um, So you're automatically out of the slush pile, which means you don't have to wait for me to, to... get through all of the other people who've submitted before you. Right. Um, And with most of our returning authors, I know that they know our guidelines, they know our standards, and so I, a lot of times, will just send them straight to the evaluators. I don't even look at the manuscript. Um, There are a few that I still do, but most of the time it just goes straight to evaluators, and so the process is so much faster for returning authors. And we also give them a little bit more... Uh, I guess, trust and leniency Right. saying, Hey, we know your track record. We know you're awesome. We love you. So we're sure that you can fix these errors that we found.
0: Right. That is awesome. Thank you so much for all this information. I know it's a lot of information, but it was, it's, these are the questions that people who are not published really do, do answer, you know, do, do ask us a lot. But, um, Thank you everyone for joining in with us today. And we would love if you have more questions about the submission process, you can find us um, on our social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for joining us on Between the Lines and we hope to see you next time.